welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, November 23rd. The major indices all finished in the green. The Russell 2000 continued to rally. Are you surprised to see the strength in the small caps? So I'm not as surprised to see the small caps win as I am to see the big five mega cap tech stocks lose. Market closed higher today and Apple fell 3%, leading us lower in tech. Netflix looked really bad, closing below key support, falling 2.5% on the day. Facebook, Amazon, and Google were also noticeably weak amidst a decently strong day. So with such big weightings on the broad market, have to watch to see if these guys can hold on to their support levels. If those names fall apart, I'd be very surprised to see the market continue to run. They're just so much bigger than anyone else at this point, and they could drag the market with them. Early this morning, AstraZeneca announced its COVID vaccine. The company had two different dosing regimens, and the results varied. But how is this vaccine going to be different? So AstraZeneca released some data from their vaccine trial, and it's a bit of a mixed picture, as you said. So the positive aspect is they're at 90% efficacy, but it's a bit more complicated than that. This vaccine is very different from Moderna's and Pfizer's, which are very similar to each other. When they gave the subjects a half dose first and followed it up with a full dose a few weeks later, that trial had the 90% efficacy. For whatever reason, when they gave the subject a full dose first and another dose again in a few weeks, that efficacy was only 62%. The CEO came out and said it's a complete mystery at this point as to why the half dose first was more effective. They're still figuring that aspect out. This is early on. We still see, still need to see the full results. The funny part is they did the half dosage trial by mistake. They didn't set out to do that, and that was the trial with 90% efficacy. Uh, they did say, though, uh, they saw no hospitalizations from anyone who received the vaccine, which suggests it could protect against severe diseases. The most attractive part about this drug is its storage ability. If you remember, Pfizer's vaccine needs to be stored around negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Moderna's was more positive, but that was still negative 20 degrees. AstraZeneca's vaccine can be stored in the fridge for up to six months. So that aspect is the most attractive data point we've seen by far. We'll see if they can figure out more details regarding the doses and efficacy levels, but definitely want to watch. Over the weekend, Regeneron got emergency use authorization for its antibody cocktail that President Trump said was a miracle drug. Who are the beneficiaries of Regeneron's antibody cocktail? So this Regeneron antibody cocktail is cleared for anyone recently diagnosed with COVID who are at high risk for severe disease. This is really aimed at the older crowd who have the highest mortality rates and hospitalization levels in the pandemic. So there's limited supply for now. They start shipping 30,000 doses tomorrow, which is enough for 30,000 people. They're looking at 80,000 doses by the end of this month and up to 300,000 by the end of January. Merck just acquired a small company called Oncoimmune for $425 million. What's the $200 billion market cap Merck looking for in this purchase? So Oncoimmune has a drug that's shown striking efficacy for patients who are so sick, they're in the hospital and require oxygen. In 203 hospitalized patients, the drug cut risk of death or respiratory failure by more than 50%. It also provided patients with a 60% higher probability of improvement in clinical status. We haven't seen anything in the pipeline yet as effective as Oncoimmune's drug for those who are very sick. The prospects are great, but there's definitely a supply issue right now, and that's why Merck is stepping in. 
President-elect Joe Biden plans to have Janet Yellen be the next Treasury Secretary. What does this mean for the markets? How, how are you looking at this? Oh, man, the market loves, loves a Janet Yellen Treasury Secretary, the first female Treasury Secretary as well. There were murmurs that President-elect Biden would choose Elizabeth Warren for this role, which is pretty scary for the market. Warren is known for having a negative relationship with anything Wall Street related, and Janet Yellen can be argued as having an opposing mentality. She was the Fed chair before Jerome Powell and was noticeably dovish during her tenure, which the stock market loved then. You know, Yellen remains a big believer in, believer in stimulus, as we saw when she was Fed chair. The markets always love quantitative easing. She was noticeably dovish, at, dovish as Fed chair during her tenure. So upon that announcement today, the market quickly began ticking higher. It's definitely a positive catalyst for stocks. All righty, Shake. Well, we'll see how we continue to trade throughout the week, but we'll talk to you tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.